I've been holding a lot. I always do this. Like I hold a lot of stress and tension in my neck and in my shoulders. So like that little bit that you did about like, you know, rolling your shoulders and like your neck back and like releasing the tension like in your shoulders, that helps me so much. Like I always have to remind myself to do that. And that's all, all that was, was a body scan. So it's just, and 10 minutes is enough to just ground your energy. I mean, five minutes is enough to just do some deep breathing, check in with your body, notice where you're holding tension. And then you can also notice, you know, when you're in fight or flight and you, you know, you're so alert and you can just activate that parasympathetic nervous system, calm everything down. And it's just, you do that for yourself and, you know, you start interrupting the cycle. Okay. I need you guys <laughs> to be very honest with me about your quarantine snacks. So I have progressively gotten weirder with my quarantine snacks. You know, it started normal with my normal snacks, which were like a handful of nuts and an apple. And we have progressed so far that I am now eating salt and vinegar chips, which if you don't like salt and vinegar chips, I don't, I don't want to be friends with you, (laughs) but I'm eating salt and vinegar chips and dipping them in a vegan and I'm not vegan. I just can't have dairy, but sometimes like your girl loves a good dip a vegan French onion dip. And it's amazing. It is an amazing snack. Probably not the healthiest thing, but I just needed a snack. And, you know, supplies are limited. I'm just, I don't know. I'm getting creative. I'm getting festive. I've also made my like seventh banana bread because my dad insists on buying bananas every week and then he doesn't eat them. And then I'm like, I don't want to waste them. I can't eat bananas because they actually give me really bad stomach aches. So I can have banana bread and banana pancakes. So I'm like, well, I don't want to make banana pancakes in the morning. So now I'm making all these banana breads and freezing them. So that's where I'm at. Someone reminded me also that yesterday was our, well, California's 60th day of our quarantine or lockdown. We've been in quarantine, shelter in place for 60 days in California. And I'm feeling okay about it. I'm feeling, first of all, 60 days, it does not feel like it has been 60 days. It feels like it has been 167 days, to be completely honest. I'm not saying that hyperbolically. Like, it really has felt like we've been in quarantine a lot longer than that. Like I was like, 60 days is not, is not that long, but it does feel, it has felt like a really long time. And now they are talking about extending our shelter in place for an additional three months until July, which is a very long ways away, it feels like. 
And, you know, I have been feeling a lot better the last couple of weeks just about everything that's going on in the world. Not that the situation has gotten better, but I feel like I'm doing a little bit better of managing my emotions and handling those things. And I think during this time when there is so much uncertainty and no one really knows what's happening, what's going on, the information, there's an overload of information about the government about <laughs> the virus itself like so so much and I'm not going to get into like politics and like all of that I mean there's a time and a place for it it's not here not right now um and I think one of the things that has really helped me so much in in staying grounded is one having a really great morning routine and having a good um nighttime routine staying consistent with my sleep schedule, but also focusing on the things that I can control and having a good meditation practice, having a good spiritual practice and just routines in general are the things that I can control in my life. And so I have really been just doubling down on my meditation and my workouts and trying to release control or the the need to control things that I simply cannot control. I wish that I could tell everyone that the beaches were open and the parks were open and like life would go back to quote unquote normal and like we could go and have barbecues and <laughs> bonfires with our friends this summer. Um, but I don't make the rules. I can only make the rules about how I choose to live my life and relinquish some of the power that I think a lot of us feel like we're grasping at right now. I think especially in the States, I know in other countries, things are opening back up or maybe they weren't as strict as they were here in, I mean, each state is even different in the US, but like especially in California, um, things are really, really tight. So, you know, I think the one of the best ways to really turn a corner or pivot if you're in a in a darker place right now or it's just feeling difficult and heavy is again to focus on the things that you can control. So that is why I am so excited to have Kirstie O'Brien um, back on the podcast. This is her third time on the podcast and she was one of the original guests back when the podcast was called Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life and we have just become really good friends. She's an amazing, amazing meditation teacher. She also does corporate events. She also does retreats um, in Bali which are absolutely amazing and breathtaking. And I wholeheartedly plan on attending one of her retreats. And she's just an amazing friend. And I love chatting with her. And she was so kind to actually do a meditation with me before we recorded this episode. So I'm going to include that meditation at the end of this episode. So make sure to stay tuned um, for the end. That way you can do the meditation that Kirstie and I, that Kirstie did for me, which was more focused around anxiety and just kind of alleviating that stress and that heaviness. So it was a really, really beautiful meditation. Um, And Kirstie actually has a great bundle of three meditations that she is selling right now. I think for 11 
Australian dollars, which I think is seven. When I did the conversion, it was like seven US dollars. So if you guys are interested in purchasing her meditations, definitely check them out. I'll go ahead and leave the link below or you can reach out to Kirsty. I'll include her Instagram and all of that in the in the episode description. But her meditations are amazing. She's been sending them to me over the last year, her nighttime one before bed. Like I fall asleep every time. Like she's like, oh, what did you think of the meditation? I'm like, Kirsty was amazing. I only got maybe two minutes in. I don't know how it ends. <laughs> But the two minutes of it that I did listen to uh, were amazing and they put me right to sleep. (laughs) But that is also just how all of her meditations are. I love her guided meditation. So definitely go and check those out. And like I did with Erin, the last guest that I had, I split her interview into two episodes, which I'm going to do with Kirstie's as well. So next week, you guys will get another dose of Kirstie O'Brien, which... I am so happy about, and I'll also include the meditation at the end of that episode as well, so that way, if you didn't catch it on this out, this episode, you can catch it on the next one. But without me rambling too much longer, which I'm honestly surprised that I've only been rambling for this amount of time, um, I'm going to shut up, and we're going to jump into the episode, and I really hope that you guys enjoy it. Again, you can find Kirsty on Instagram um, by clicking the episode or show notes and following her over there. Follow me at Living Breely. I'll be tagging Kirsty in some Instagram stories, and yeah, let us know, one, what your quarantine snacks are. I'm really curious. I need some ideas, and two, let us know what you think of the meditation. All right, I will see you guys next week. Um, yeah. Okay, be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you, mean it. Bye. Yeah, because mindfulness is just about creating space. Space in our mind, space between our thoughts, space for us to breathe. And, you know, when we do that, we move from a reactive and a stressed state to a responsive and a calmer state. And Mm. it's just, you know, it's so important for us to make the time to give ourselves space. And it doesn't have to be huge pockets of time. You can totally shift your state in just a couple of minutes of deep breathing. Yeah, absolutely. And when you said space, I also thought of this, like when you were talking, doing the meditation, and then at the end, when you were like, return, you know, you're, you're become more aware of the space around you. I was like, oh my gosh, like I was sitting up against like a part of um, my couch. So I could like, I was kind of, so my back was straight and I was like, I completely forgot like it didn't even feel like I was sitting on anything. Am I sounding crazy? <laughs> like no. I, no, like I just was like so removed from my actual physical environment. Yeah, <laughs> and that's wonderful, isn't it? Because that's when we lose, you know, that feeling of needing to control things, and we lose that resistance, and we just move into a state of of acceptance of mm-hmm. that we are just here and we are just sitting and things don't get to us as much and that's when we start to actually master our mindset because we transcend all that other stuff that normally gets under our skin. <laughs> yeah, it's like clearing away like the junk. 
of of it. Like I, I did an Instagram story the other day where I like hadn't, I usually am really, um, diligent. Like after I eat a meal, I clean the dishes and then I like, you know, go about my day. And then if I eat another meal, then I clean the dishes. Like I'm always really diligent about that. But during this quarantine, I mean, like we've all kind of let the thing slide. And so it was the end of the day. And it was like, I'm like, how? And you know, you, my dad's been staying with me. And so it's like not only my mess, but then his mess, like on top of it, because now there's two dishes. And I'm like, where, how can two people make so much mess? And it just felt so good to me, like at the end of like, after I cleaned everything and put everything away and just, you know, cleared out all that clutter. And I was like, this is how it feels mentally after you've done a meditation. Like, okay. Like the dishes are just like a physical thing. It's like clearing all the the tabs and just Mm -hmm. learning how to tune, you know, you know, when you've got all your tabs open and then you're also watching (laughs) something on YouTube and then you flick over another tab and then that video is still playing and you're like where is it <laughs> that's like, where's it all coming brain. from where's the sound <laughs> coming from I know and that's sort of what our brain can be like and when you know we sort of get stuck in autopilot of just going through the motions and we don't actually realize how much is going on in our head but also how reactive we are to every little thing that comes up for us mm-hmm. and so by just taking the time to do something consciously and with presence and just even just breathe. It's like clearing all the tabs and bringing yourself out of autopilot and into presence where it's like you're no longer controlled by your thoughts and emotions. You know, you realise that a thought is just a thought. Emotions are just states of being that you can tap into at any time. You can choose to be angry or you can choose to be happy or choose to be peaceful, but that doesn't mean that you are that as a person or as a being. Mm-hmm. So you just, you know, you just, it just does, it's like a spring clean for the brain, just clears all those tabs and just lets you slow the mind down, relax the body. And, you know, they've proven that just six deep breaths lower your blood pressure. So mm-hmm. it's, you're actually doing something for your body when you breathe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we do it so naturally. Like we almost, obviously like no one thinks like, oh, I'm going to breathe right this second. Like our yeah. bodies just do it. Our bodies and brain, our brain does it for us. Um, and it's something that I like, it's so important to just tap into that. And again, I'm not like trying to be a, to preach. It's like, you're literally preaching to the choir here. Like I need to do this stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I also do. <laughs> so for the people who maybe have never meditated before or are new to meditation, what are some things that you would tell, like some pointers about where to begin? So the, the biggest thing is don't think that you're going to achieve this total space of silence of no thoughts. And I mean, you would have just experienced that, you know, your thoughts still go. Um, what's happening for you though, is that you're dampening your stress response by focusing on your breathing. That's the gift of meditating. So thoughts are always going to be there. Just, I mean, we have so many, a minute even, um, but what you're teaching yourself is that they're just thoughts, you know, you're taking away the power that they have by just breathing. So you just want to get comfy as if you're going to watch Netflix, you know, set 
and you know settle in for your favorite shows so the main thing is you just want your back to be supported and you don't want your legs to be in an awkward position where they're going to you know go to sleep or distract you and what you would have probably experienced in that meditation is that this is all about just observing and taking away the power that some thoughts and emotions have by just creating this safe space with the breath where we just have the intention to just be with the breath and observe and notice and it's amazing when we first start our practice how many things can be a distraction or, or cause frustration like even an ambulance you know when you go to sit in your practice and a siren goes past and oh I can't concentrate I can't have any peace whereas you just want to embrace the fact that you're just observing and just allowing things to be so if there's a loud noise or a siren you just observe it and then return to the breath and how this is going to help you is it helps you then to begin to see emotions as states to greet them with compassion instead of just you know like at the moment when we're quite reactive maybe you can relate to this you know you get a thought and then you instantly have maybe a negative emotion attached to it like anger or frustration or um, anxiousness uh, this when you just allow yourself to sit with the breath and observe you create that space between the thought and the emotion and you can just begin to ask yourself questions so the biggest advice that I give people is go with your practice with an open heart and an open mind and use this as a time to just be with the breath, release all of the expectations around it. Your practice is simple and easy. Just let it be. It's so funny that the first thing you said was, was you brought up the thoughts. And when I first started meditating, I think I was like, 18 and I was doing it because I thought it was like a cool thing to do and <laughs> it, like there was no there's nothing deeper than that like I really wish there was when it was just like oh this seems cool um and no one was doing it and I'm just I've always been like I want to be unique and I want to be different and I don't want to do the things other people are doing um so I thought to be a good meditator, which just even attaching the word good to yeah, is like a whole other adding thing. the expectations to the yeah. load. <laughs> it was like you had no thoughts. So I would yeah. sit there and I would be like, okay, stop thinking. Like that's what I would tell myself, stop thinking. And then obviously like my mind would drift and I'd be like, oh, this is just so hard. Like, I don't know how these monks do it. And, and I think it was a good looking back, obviously, like we always have 2020 vision when we look back in hindsight. Um, I think it was a good foundation for me to like be aware of that. And then when I actually really got into it, obviously like a few years after I was 18, um, it was, I just had a completely different reason for wanting to meditate. So it was a little bit, I had to like I had that curiosity and that just really mm, intentional energy yeah. to learn. Um, and then that's when I realized like, oh, we can't stop our brains. Like we can only yep. be aware of the thoughts and then release them. But I, I also think something else that you said was not being so reactive to what we are thinking. And I think in the place like you're in Australia, I'm in the United States, but globally, we're going through a very difficult time right now. And we're all like experiencing this so differently. 
And I think one of the things, you know, people, including myself, are struggling with is these really, I think, like intrusive thoughts based on what we're seeing in the news, what we're seeing on social media, what we're hearing from our friends and family um, of just these really, you know, awful things that are happening. Like there's no other way to put it than just like people are not doing well (laughs) Um, in so many different parts. So what are some things that people can do as far as like mindfulness and just acknowledging those thoughts, even if they aren't good thoughts, you know? Am I making Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the thing. This is mindfulness and, you know, mindfulness meditation is all about us mastering our mindset and it not, you know, thoughts not controlling us. And the only thing that we can control is how we choose to respond. It's the only thing. And I think situations like what we're facing do show us that there's, you know, so much we feel, we tend to go through life feeling like there's so much we can control. Then we realize that there's a lot we can't control. And then we also go a bit deeper than that and realize that there's a lot of things on a day-to-day basis that disrupt our inner peace if we let it. So if we then go into our practice and being more mindful throughout the day and realize that that is an opportunity for us to decide how we want to think and feel and that we can then respond and be reactive, then it sort of gives us our power back, especially in a situation like this where there's so much uncertainty and stress. So that for our mindset, that's why being more mindful is so beneficial because all sorts of, you know, we're going to have all sorts of ranges of emotion. We just don't want to react to every single one and we don't want to be controlled by them. So our practice teaches us to learn how to witness the emotion, see it, feel it, acknowledge it, but then if it's not serving us, to release it. And, you know, if you practice consistently every single day, what you'll find is that, you know, five, 10, 20 minutes of focus and presence that you're giving yourself in the morning where you're training your brain, then you'll see that play out during the day, perhaps in a moment where you feel stressed or you have an awkward conversation with somebody um, or, you, you know, the news is stressing you out. You'll see then that you respond differently because of that, you know, period of focus that you've given yourself in the morning where you're training your brain. And that's the ripple effect of being more mindful. And that concludes part one of my interview with Christy O'Brien, my favorite meditation teacher. And um, she was so, so nice and actually did a meditation with me before we recorded this podcast interview. And she's letting me share with you guys. So part two will come out next Wednesday. I hope that you guys stay tuned for the meditation and then that we see you back here next week um, for part two of this episode. So I'm going to let Kirsty do her thing and I hope you guys enjoy this meditation. If you guys have any questions about meditation or any of the topics that we talk about, you can always reach out to myself or Kirsty. You can find me on Instagram at livingbreely and then I will include all of Kirsty's links down below, including the link to the meditations um, bundles that she has as well. All right, I'll see you guys next week.
Okay, I'm ready when you are. Okay, so I just want you to get into a comfortable position. So you can sit or you can lay down as long as your back's supported. And we're just going to begin to focus on the breath. We're going to be inhaling through the nose, feeling the chest and the belly expand, and then a longer, gentle, slow exhale through the mouth. So you want your exhalation to be slightly longer than the inhalation. And I just want you to bring all of your awareness to the in-breath and the out-breath. You have nothing to do and nowhere to be. Just here. And as you find that relaxed awareness with the breath, just observe. Noticing any sounds. Just allowing them to be. In this gentle state, we're releasing all of our tension and worry. And just focusing on the breath. Noticing how the body is feeling. Using the breath to slow everything down. As you breathe in and breathe out, just allowing thoughts to roll on by, just like they're clouds in the sky. Relaxing the muscles in the head and the face, Unclench the teeth and soften the jaw. Relaxing the muscles in the neck and shoulders. Noticing how the chest is open and expanded with the breath. And the belly is soft. Relaxing upper back, middle back, lower back. Relaxing the muscles in the arms, wrists, hands and fingers. Relaxing all of the muscles in the hips, pelvis, buttocks, thigh, knees, shin and calves, feet and toes. Breathing in, breathing out. You breathe in a stillness 
and an ease. Your mind and body is relaxed. Using this, your breath to create a safe space around you. And in this space, you let go of anything that's not serving you. Breathe in ease and calm. Breathe out tension and stress. Allow yourself as you just be to release anything that's weighing you down. And breathe in ease. In this moment, you are safe and supported. Breathing in, breathing out. Spend a few minutes here just with the breath. Breathing in ease and breathing out tension and stress. Bringing your full awareness to the breath. Noticing how the mind slows right down and the body is relaxed. Observing sounds, thoughts and emotions without attachment. Just allowing them to be and returning to the breath. Breathing in, breathing out. Breathing in ease and releasing resistance with the exhale. As you breathe in and breathe out, gently begin to widen your awareness to the room around you, to the body, to the breath. Noticing how the mind and body is feeling as you place all of your awareness on the breath. Taking a moment just to thank yourself for this time. You can take three deeper and longer inhalations and exhalations now. As you widen your awareness further, and gently bring yourself back to the room around you. And in your own time, you can slowly open your eyes, move the energy through your body by gently 
moving your head side to side or wiggling your fingers and toes.